Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Conversations in the Valley podcast. Um, I'm sitting with Jeff, my husband, as most of you guys know, <laughs> and、um, we want to talk about our journey from the last eight months,、um, from the moment we found out that we had to move out. Of our old house to now sitting in our new house having this podcast. And it's a long, long journey that we walked with with the Lord. And it's quite the story of just His goodness and His faithfulness.、Mm-hmm. And when we wait on the Lord, when we let God lead. And the honor of honoring spouses and how it produces fruits,、mm. how it produces growth. There's a lot of packed stories、mm. in there. So we'll see all the stuff that the Lord leads us in talking about in hopes that this is really for us to you know, record and remember that. God was so good and God、mm-hmm. is so good.、Um, but since it's going public, it's also praying that whoever is on the journey、mm-hmm. in the Lord,、yeah. that they'll be encouraged.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So let's begin. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> so we knew that. With our old house that we were living in, that we had been living there for two years at the point. Because、um, we, we moved, yeah, we had just entered our two year and then they said we could renew the contract. We finished our two year. We finished our two year contract. We just signed a three year conditional. Yeah, which they accepted. Mm hmm. And at this point, this house was for sale,、yeah. but nobody was buying it.、Yeah. And、um, hence why we were able to move into the house in the first place. And that's another you know, miracle.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so we were first like one month into our three year contract. contract. And then you get an email.、Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. <laughs> Well, yeah, we got an email. The condition was if the house sold and the new owners wanted us out, that we would have a six month period to find a new place and move out. And so we signed that in September. And then the next month, we got an email saying the house sold. But the people wanted us to stay in the house as renters. And then a couple weeks later, we got an email saying they actually might renovate in the summer, but it's a low chance. And then another couple weeks later, it was yeah, they're going to take over ownership in December 1st. And they want you out by June 1st because <laughs> they're going to renovate in the summer. So we went from like, oh, yay, everything will be 
fine to like, oh, there's a little bit of a rough patch that possibly might low chance happen. And then it was like, oh, we're leaving this place in six months, Mm. which was a pretty emotional moment. We were sitting on our in our living room on the couch. And it was a very emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And we chose just to pray. Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah, you were... Well, I don't want to say anything wrong, but I remember you were... I don't know what you were feeling at the moment. Scared or... Um, I mean, life just changed abruptly, so... It was a probably fearful moment. And not knowing what to do, but we chose to pray. And we chose to pray... And I prayed a prayer of, we trust you, you know what we're doing. It was a whole nother laying our lives down because we thought we had a, we, well, assumed a three-year period of staying and that got pulled out from under us. So we, we just recommitted. So we will, we recommit this, our life to you, our lives and our timeline. And I prayed we will stay with you till the very last day, Jesus. We don't want to make a move. Hmm. So we're not going to make our own way. I think right before that, I had, or right during that time, I was, God had, had me reading about Job. Hmm. And I remember looking up on the Bible project or no, I think I was reading the footnotes of anyway, I was reading up on it and it said the one thing that he did incorrectly in, in his suffering was he questioned why the, why God did it to him or why it happened. He questioned God's motives or something like that. And that was when God came down and was like, listen, but, um, so I just decided to not do that. I just decided, well, we'll just stay then in your Mm. hands and so I just prayed the prayer like we're with you and even if we're moving into a house on June 1st we're moving into a house on June 1st we're not gonna push a button and buy a house right away we're not gonna leave and find the whatever the makes the most quote-unquote sense but we'll just we'll just stay here until you move um yeah Hmm. and then i don't know yeah i think that that moment was very significant because i think we've had moments in our marriage i think the last time we had something that was really like a turning point like that moment was when we were in tokyo when we had an opportunity to stay Mm. in tokyo and then we both prayed like okay this is again um, this moment of mm. laying everything down and allowing the Lord to say which way he's going to take us. Mm-hmm. And then he opened the door for Hokkaido mm-hmm. or gave us peace about coming mm-hmm. to Hokkaido. Yeah. And, um, and I think there's been a couple other monumental moments where we are both together before the Lord laying everything down, allowing the Lord to speak. And that was like pivotal moment mm. of our next step in our you know, life. And so I would say that 
that moment that you're talking about was very significant because like that's when we we were both on the couch and then we you read the email mm. or you told me that we have to move and then my initial my initial reaction is just like just a my heart was like kind of being like squeezed mm. and and uh, my initial reaction was tears it was mm. like shock of like oh wow like it's happening and mm. it's not something i dreaded at all i don't think but it was like oh like something big is happening like yeah. something big is about to happen and um and uh so i was just in tears but then like my my response was like i just want him and mm-hmm. all of this i just want yeah. all of him mm-hmm. if if this coming journey and whatever it is i just want him that's it and i think um i think the song i i forget the title but oh the glory of your presence was like in my heart and um and just longing for his presence Mm. to be before us and yeah and his presence was so so evident Mm. and in the room when we were praying and so when you were saying lord even even if it's to the last day and we don't know where we're going if your presence is there that's what we want Mm. and and i think ma probably gonna keep talking coming back to this too but like i don't know i feel like in that moment i remember um remembering back to the scripture where moses tells the lord if your presence don't go before us like we can't go Mm. and yeah um yeah i really felt like that was one of the main um heart cry is Mm. that his presence would go before us yeah and i think i one of the first blogs i wrote about this was also about the not creating our own um ishmael's mm-hmm. that was big yes. for me too it was i remember job distinctly and i remember that abraham i think our whole community was really dealing with fighting fighting um against desiring I don't want to say Ishmael's because he's, I mean, Ishmael's a person, so it's, you know, he's human, but the, the concept of like fearfully creating something instead of mm. just trusting yeah. the process of the Lord. So it was very much, I think our, our, commu- our whole, our, our heart as well. I think, yeah, you're Moses. Moses was one, I think. And then you know, I remember Job and Abraham as well. And even just the whole journey of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob with the whole just going somewhere. And Moses, I guess, going somewhere mm-hmm. they never knew. And just traveling and you just got to trust. And so we started looking at houses, right? I think when we first, I think we kind of put it on a shelf for just a little bit because mm-hmm. I think we got COVID and it was like, that was a lot. And then... I was going through driving school. We were trying to finish that. Mm -hmm. And so there was just a lot happening until the beginning, like, of January. Mm. So, like, two months we were like, okay, like, let's focus on 
Lana finishing the driving school. And then there's just other other pretty stuff, like heavy stuff that was happening. Mm. And so we put it on a shelf for a while. But then when we felt to like pick it up, we started looking at houses and looking online. And When you had a dream... I had a dream in November. With November. About like a very specific. Yeah. Very specific, like, I mean, not exact location, but what the location would kind of look like and what the house looked like and stuff. Yeah, I had a dream in November. And this was, I think this was before, before I found out about the house but it was like one of those very, very specific prophetic dream that I was like, I remembered very clearly about what I saw. I remember very clearly about numbers that was mentioned. And it was in regards to me going to buy a house. And then um, I was in this stall. It was like a farm stall. And I was talking to a foreigner asking about... Um, it was like I was going into like a register and then was going to buy a house. And then this lady was sitting and then the price number said on the one of those like cash. What do you call those? Register. Cash, the register. It said 70,000. But I just remember seeing seven zero. But then in my brain, I was like, oh, that's going to cost 70,000. Um, it was like 700. It was $70,000. Which you thought was way too cheap. But then I was like, no, that is way too cheap. Hmm. Like, and then I later realized it was like in a Japanese yen, which would have been like Mm -hmm. Um, $700,000. Dollars. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And then I went to the house and it was like really cute cottage feel house that I really personally like and then when I go in there's like a big window I had a sunroom and like it was just like the sun was beaming into the house and then I looked over and I saw my leaders and then um, I was talking about the house and like um, logistics and whatever and how it would work out and I could see like the garden where I could like plant the garden outside and and there was like yeah it was just like very specific and then I remember thinking like I could only buy in cash like because I didn't want to do or no they said we we had to pay in cash Hmm. but I was like oh but can we do it in a loan Hmm. I had asked that and then the lady said if you're a a permanent resident here you can and I, I knew in the dream that I was a permanent resident and um, yeah and then later on in the dream it was like we we had bought the house and then it was ours and then you and I had peace about it mm. and we were standing and it was just this like peaceful presence there and um, but like but before that, I remembered in the dream that we were arguing 
and we were having this like moment of argument and so then even though we were feeling peace we were still like coming out of this like weirdness of like oh we had just had an argument and like but then we were still having this peace about having this house so it was like this mix of like flesh and spirit like thing um but anyways i had that dream mm-hmm. and then i put it on the shelf mm. and um but it was super super clear and super significant that i was like i know god has something on this dream yeah and then yeah so fast forward to january and february we started looking at houses and you were looking online yeah. you looked at so many houses online yeah and i think especially at the beginning of looking we we just kind of took that dream mm-hmm. and looked for either the the number right or a house that looked the same yeah mm. cuz i remember that that was a very specific thing was looking for the number right mm. that's true in the in the same house yeah and i think and we had looked at a couple of the houses and like i think there was one that we got pretty excited about mm. when we looked at it mm. and then cuz it looked like very family friendly mm-hmm. it had like a climbing wall and it was like oh my gosh it's going to be so fun for the kids mm. and then we get in and then it was like really it's a really old building mm. and not family friendly actually parts of it, parts of it parts were of very it. like the stairs were super steep and yeah like yeah not not and so i felt a little sad about it because mm. i think going into it i felt really excited and that was one house that i was like oh like i would like to like this is something i feel excited about and mm. then going into it, it was like oh this is nothing that i anticipated yeah and then so they're just continuous like laying down again yeah. and again and it's like okay mm. like we're going back like this is about you mm. lord and this is about us following you and And at this point I really felt like I wanted to let you mm. to take the reign of like going on this journey of like following the Lord and what mm. he's saying to you and yeah. me honoring that and then following like in a way following the Lord through you. Mm. I guess. Yeah. Cuz I felt to honor you mm. as my husband and I felt to honor you and what what you are li- hearing from the lord and mm-hmm. i th- i think i wanted to partner with you in that mm-hmm. and um yeah and so yeah. i would love to hear your your end of yeah journey with the lord in that cuz yeah we we looked at and this whole time we were kind of we looked a little bit in the in our area we live in like the kuchan niseko area um and then we kind of looked in the outskirts a little 20 minutes away or so in different towns makari um and another one called nankoshi and nankoshi is a place that god had brought up multiple times for us and and the community at large of our ywam people and um when we started looking out there um there we looked at three houses over there the first house which was very all wood wood cabin kind of feel um and then there was the other one with the climbing wall that we we felt it wasn't right and then there was another big house 
that was for sale um, that we looked at a few times. We went out as a we went out as a whole YWAM crew one time to go scout Ronkoshi because we had all been feeling so intensely about Ronkoshi. And there was a lot of spirit happenings when we went out there. I remember that. Um, there was a lot of um, just felt like God was going ahead of us on those journeys, like feeling like we're we're going, like we're partaking on a good, on a on a trip with Him, and um, seeing kind of signs of like being looked after by him um we had just been talking about eagles or something and it was it was a significant thing um one of the people in our community had been talking about um with her sister and and she was like you know when i see an eagle i kind of feel like god is looking after me and on one our first trip in an we had like three as, or four times as a ywam as when a YWAM. we went and right. then the and then we went there, and then on the way back, when we were just getting out of Rankoshi, there was an eagle on the, the post. It was still in the middle. Huh? There was that was right in the middle of us. It was being like in passing, Rankoshi. passing the bridge. I think. Yeah, that was still in. We were still halfway in our in journey. In it, yeah. Mm. So I think was, when when we saw that, it was like, yeah. Oh, the Lord's here. Yeah, and then, um, so we had been out there. One time as a whole YWAM community, we went out there another time to see the house. We went out another time to see another house. And then, um, I'm trying to think of what else. We prayed a lot about, yeah, whether to buy or rent. And, mm-hmm. and trying to connect with the word that was given to us when we first moved here as a YWAM community was to own land. Um by the fifth year of being planted in Hokkaido, which is next year. Mm-hmm. So we are we were really diving into whether we were supposed to buy. Yeah, is this a time to like look into purchasing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was And then there. with yeah. your dream as well, it was kinda like, okay, like we're gonna do something here. Um and then yeah, I'm trying to think. I remember looking at trying to get um mortgage and as a foreigner it's not um the easiest thing in japan to get a mortgage for me anyway uh, i'm talking from my perspective there's when i was looking at one bank that would give mortgage but we we made under the minimum annual income to be granted mortgage from them so I was like, oh, okay, and, you know, obviously we can go through Cosider and stuff. Anyway, we're looking through all that kind of stuff, and I didn't feel a tug to just keep going with it. I got to a point in my research where I was like, I, I don't know if this is right. Like, we kind of felt that if God really wanted to, to go, to pull us in a direction, we would be pulled. And we never felt that. We never felt that pull to, like, keep going and with any of these houses and then um there was at one point yeah i don't know do you have anything yeah i think rankoshi this house specifically was really special because every time we went there the lord gave us this clear sign of his presence being there this big one and whether that was yeah an eagle or like one time i saw 
like I was asking the Lord one morning mm. before we went in to look at the house again to pray. Um, I was like, I was kind of like, not arguing, but or complaining, but it was just like, Lord, you ask us to look at the the birds and you ask us to look at the flowers in the fields. Like, where are the birds right now? <laughs> mm. Where are they for me to look at and not worry? <laughs> like, mm. and and I was just kind of saying, yeah, I gave that. I gave that to the Lord that morning and then we went to Rankoshi that day that morning and then we were praying and then on on the way out when we were still in Rankoshi I was like Lord I I would love for you to speak to me like I would love for you to show me a bird because you know in Matthews it talks about look at the birds of the air they did, they did not soar nor reap hmm. and look at the flowers in the fields like and it says do not worry about your life and so i you know we had an encouragement from one of our friends from the states um who has who talks about you know mm. when you are worried go outside look at the birds of like look at the flowers and see how the lord speaks to you and i think that was standing out to me that day and i was like okay lord like i want to see a bird <laughs> you know and then i saw i saw a seagull flying like literally a second after and it it was like wow okay god like i saw a seagull but why is there a seagull like it's so Mm. random because seagulls usually are not you don't see seagulls here you don't see seagulls here because it's not i mean it's not we're not too far from the ocean but but like they shouldn't be there yeah and i saw just one Mm. and um so i was like looking up at uh on google like, why would seagull, like, fly away from the shore, like, in inland? And um, I had read that, like, they they usually can um, anticipate, a, like, a weather change mm-hmm. happening. And then they come inland for safety. Mm-hmm. And so, and so things like that. And there was another, you know... Um, yeah, when we went there, like every time we went there, there was either yeah. this like significant point mm. of like, wow, the Lord spoke so clearly that mm. day about this place. Yeah. Yeah, we we went first time without a realtor, right? We just went out there and looked at it. Yeah. And that was with the seagull, right? Was that it? Yeah. And then we contacted... Uh, we yeah, asked, that, that goes yeah. into another thing. We we kept running and randomly during the season, we kept running into our realtor friend. Yeah, because it everywhere. was like we felt we needed wisdom yeah. for a realtor, like with buying a house and stuff like that. So we were and like, okay, we need to pray for a realtor. And then we we, we thought about our friend. Yeah. And then so we started talking to her and then we saw the house mm-hmm. with her. And it was after that that we would see her running. like... Uh, at least three days in a row. Yeah. At a random places. Just groceries or like the the restaurant that we were about to go to or. And I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. Like, what is the Lord doing? But even you know? I remember one time. I'm sorry if any of this is confusing, Gomen, but we, there was so much to happen with this place. Yeah. But I remember with Rain, with our oldest, asking him, like, what would you like in a place? Because we were all in a state of dreaming. We were all in a state of dreaming during these these six months, and it was like okay. Like I talked, asked my old our oldest, 
Wes's like, what do you want in a house? And the only thing he said was, like, I want a big yard. And I thought, I was like, okay. And this house um, had, didn't have a yard. It was all wild around it. It was big, big property, but it was all wild. And I think the next day we went to go to the house with the realtor and look at the house. And the guy completely landscaped, like, half the property. And he was going to make it all grass. So it was, like, a, a massive yard. Like, two and a half, or not two and a half acres. I forget, it was like over an acre of, of it was going to become over an acre of grass. And I was like, okay, that's wild. That mm. like the day before this, my son asked for a yard or said he wanted a yard where there was none. And now there is one. Mm. And I remember for myself, I, I was thinking, I want a piano in my house. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking through the house and the guy was like, there's a piano upstairs and it comes with a house. I'm not taking it out. So if you buy this house, you're buying a piano. I was like, well, that's crazy because I want a piano. And he's mm-hmm. like, great. Um, just different things like that. Yeah. Different weird, wild happenings. Um, the last time we went to the house was with a um, a group of people from a group of YWAMers um, that were doing a vision trip here. They were doing a vision trip in Japan to see if they were going to do long term missions here. And we got to that house. I brought them all in and got out of the car and the neighbor came over and uh, the the wife, she was like, um, what are you guys doing here? Because it was like eight foreigners climbing out of this car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. We're, we're, she spoke perfect English too, which is wild because um, that doesn't usually happen. And she, I just told her, I was like, oh, we're looking to buy this house. And I just wanted to show my friends. And she was like, oh please buy this house. I would love it if you bought this house. Oh, just, <laughs> I hope you buy this house. It was so weird, just over and over and over again. of just, please buy this house. I would love for you to be in this house. I want you to live here. And I was like, I, I was like, that's not, I don't think that's even common mm. to be like ushered in by a, mm. a, a, na- a pre-neighbor or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. And then while we were there, uh, we were, we, we were praying and proclaiming and seeing if we got any words or songs or anything. And and um, one of the, the guys that was with us, he really felt to sing um, a song by Sean Foyt, Faithful to the End. And so, um, oh, and that goes into like, we had just been praying for them in the morning and someone got a picture of him as a lion. Or something like that and he just started like singing out and proclaiming out over this area of like god you're faithful to the end you will finish what you started if you have more in nankoshi you, you will do it and um and then their their son who's really really kind really sweet kid boy and then he he's very he's very giggly and happy and he just started roaring like a lion, like a literal lion. Like we were, we were leaving the house. This is not a normal thing for him to do that we saw in the week that we were with them. But as we were getting into the car, he he went north, south, east, west, and he he roared like a lion. And we were all just like, "This is cr- like, what is this? This is a spirit thing, because <laughs> this is not what he 
has done before. Mm. And he literally went north, south, east, west. And he roared in every direction. And we were all just completely like stunned in the spirit. And um, yeah, I'm thinking another thing that I remember. I remember asking the God, man, this, there's so much. When we first moved, when we first moved to Kuchan, someone felt God tell them that like one of our YWAM friends told said God told them that like he loves to rest in Kuchan. He loves to rest in this area. And that was a that's a really big thing for us is rest and relaxation and um and regaining connecting with um yourself and your heart and and God and the trust and rest in the spirit. And so during this during this time of finding a place or a property um, that we felt, I, I said, God, where do you like to rest? If there's a, if you like to rest in this area, is there a, is there a really specific place that you would like to do that? And um, and one day I was praying that, and um, this house overlooks the whole valley. Um, of Nankoshi. This house is kind of up a little bit on, on these um, rice fields. Overlooks all these rice fields and you can see all the way down to the river valley. And I saw a picture of him laying himself down to rest in this river valley. And that's literally that picture that came in my head is the view from the house, from the master bedroom and the whole southern side of the house. And so I just, I remember that significant too. So there's all these things that um, just kept on going back to it and going back to it and going back to it and um, caused us to keep looking at um, purchasing or uh, mortgage or looking at different, um, you know, real, uh, talking to a realtor friend and stuff like that. And um, I think for me, the next part of that journey was we brought my parents out when they visited Japan and we showed them the the outside of the house we didn't go in um and we prayed over it and we we gave them the whole recap of the the months of they came in may and so we we shared with them the four months or f so of like what has been going on what has the lord been speaking what we've been tr traveling through spiritually and sort of physically and um Kind of asked, I think I asked them what they thought in their wisdom on it. And they said, you know, it's a wonderful place. Like, obviously, God has so much there. But um, your community seems to be super, very, uh, what is it, Ex important right now to be close with your people. Seems to be more important at the moment. Uh, which I thought was a good wisdom point on my part. Um to hear that, like, even with all these confirmations, um, people are still thinking, like, I don't know if it's right at the moment. It seems right now to be still close with the people you've you work with at the moment, um, and so, yeah. I think that's a lot. That was always something that was like a. A stopping point mm. like not a stopping point but like i think through this journey because nothing else was opening for us yeah nothing was opening and you know there's a question of buying or renting you know question mm -hmm. mark 
um, and and like and the borders had opened, and so right. everybody was buying left right. and right. It was so crazy. Yeah. The market was going crazy, and then um, and so but throughout this whole time, it's like Lankoshi. There's so much that the Lord is doing. Mm. There's so much that is happening and yet for for us to you know have thought like oh like the the transport or like the yeah of like the commute the commute yeah the commute will be really long Mm -hmm. and for us to think like ah like i don't know like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to imagine doing life which we find it's it's a crucial thing when we Mm -hmm. work within a community to stay away like that like so far Mm. and so i think that was always this like point of like ah like Mm. i don't know like we'll see we'll see yeah so it was like by it's almost like the thought of buy in faith quote unquote Mm -hmm. and hope that everyone would move to at some point (laughs) that was that's like one of the that was like the thought or pray for an opening within this area that we already lived in mm-hmm. where all, where all, all of us were living in which there hadn't been any openings at that point no even in may yeah even beginning of may there there hadn't been any openings and so the only things we had was this house that was 30 40 minutes away um people kept bringing up the low income housing in the town next next door to us mm-hmm. but i didn't didn't, have peace about that right it was always kind of like i don't know like it felt like we were just doing doing it safe right like, yeah 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 and i had one i had one one guy uh a father i thought it, that this was a very significant for me i think at that moment was like i mentioned that to him that we it might just be that we end up in a low-income place and he was like as a dad don't do it like don't do it like you can't just shove your kids in this thing because your 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 faith isn't or your, your I forget how he said it but it seemed very significant because he didn't always give wisdom all the time he wasn't he didn't he was usually like just you know, just talk about the day or whatever ask questions but this was like a very wisdom moment for some reason it was like I don't think you should put your kids in a box like that I think you need to pray for more and I was like oh okay so it was almost like at that moment for me anyway it seemed to to almost put away the thought of the backup plan almost and really pray for more mm. which i thought was very significant for me too in this whole like leading process I was like ah oh, okay like another wisdom from a a person of faith was be better than just falling back on something okay yeah i think it was interesting because when it was like a one month mark Mm -hmm. before we had to move there was this like wisdom pieces coming in like Mm -hmm. from our literal father and spiritual father Mm -hmm. and uh you know these wisdom started kind of like Mm -hmm. spewing in about this is not the time right now Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, you know, you and I came to the place of like, oh, we need to place 
this Rancocha house down. Mm-hmm. Like we need to let this yeah. go. And it was, it was like, it was interesting because I was like, I think for me, it, there wasn't any like sadness in terms of like, oh, we're not going to pursue this anymore. But then it was just this like mystery of like, wow, mm. God, what did you just do? Because mm. we look back at this couple of months Every time we went there, there was something so significant. And there was nothing to deny that God was, you know, not Mm. there. Like, like he was so there. And he has something so beautiful, Mm. like, there. And it it was almost like him saying, I just really like this place. Mm. I just like to rest here. Because, you know, that's what the Lord said to you, too. He was like, I just like to rest here. Mm -hmm. And I, I just wonder like if Mm. this is a place that you know the lord will use like Mm. to um do something Mm. and are we gonna be a part of it i don't Mm. know but i think it was almost like when we when i laid it down it was just so beautiful because it had always been in the hand of the lord Mm. and so to give it to him was just as it wasn't hard Mm. i was still like where are we gonna live next month but like it was so peaceful Mm. and so once we laid that down it was only a matter of days before we got email from yeah yeah we got an email from um the people who managed the resort properties that we we've been living in (laughs) and this this area um and it said there was all of a sudden a possibility of um, moving basically five doors down from where we were living at the time. And it was kind of like, um, they're interested. They're not sure because the borders are opening. So, you know, if you do long-term rent, you miss the high winter income. But if you, if you do do long-term rent, you're guaranteed someone, you know, all year round. So, so the guy is, the guy mentioned he could be open to it. And it was really cool because the this realtor, this guy in charge of all the houses, he he was he all of a sudden started fighting on our behalf. Um, we've gotten to know him over our time living here, and it was almost at the beginning. It was more like, "Haha, you missionaries wouldn't won't probably won't be able to be in this community because it's it's a bit of an uppy up." And then all of a sudden, um, the first family moved in. And then the second family moved in. And then we were the third family that moved in. And so he was kind of like, kind of, I would assume kind of in awe that all of a sudden three families, three missionary families were living long-term in a this resort place. So I think we've all been gaining relationship with this realtor since we started moving, since we moved here. And, um, but it was cool how he started fighting for us. He said, the when, right when I heard this guy was possibly open to it, I thought of you guys. And I want to know if you're interested. And we were like, yes, of course we're interested. I mean, not of course, but yes, like we would love that. And he said, okay, I'll pursue this and I'll get back to you. And I think what was so clear and interesting about that was that, you know, at this point, you know, the last six months, previous Mm. six months, nothing was open here. Nothing. And there was no possibility. Yeah. And so when... um, we had asked about like five different houses in this area. Yeah, and then, and then so when we laid this house in Rancoche down, mm. 
and then this place opened up it was almost like this is as clear as an open door <laughs> yeah. can get mm-hmm. because there was nothing mm-hmm. and it's still within the community yeah and which is what i had in the very beginning when we were on the couch sitting down receiving the mm-hmm. email that we had to move out in six months my heart was like i still would like to stay mm. in this area like mm. it, it would be a key that we would still remain within the community mm. and so when we had the journey of Rankoshi thing I was you know allowing the Lord to lead us in that mm. and I think allowing the Lord to lead waiting on the Lord I feel like there's a lot we can talk about mm. but um, yeah and so I feel like it was very interesting that you know with all of this happening laying it down and then the lord opens this door Mm. it was like this is the house for us that was pretty amazing and then i think for me as like lana you know told me that i could lead um the next three the last three weeks of before moving into the place was really hard for me because it was like oh there's this opportunity and it's like oh great um but the the owner was living he had been living here for a bit but then he was he was in a different time zone um now so the communication was like um basically 12 hour difference so like if the realtor got to him our morning time the guy wouldn't get back to us i wouldn't hear anything till the next day it would take a, a at least a day for almost every communication so that was kind of hard for me because it was finally like okay we're three we're like less than three weeks out or maybe mm-hmm. we were just around three weeks out and now the communication is like the slowest it's ever been <laughs> it could ever get and it's usually like on the weekend it, so it's like yeah, we had well, to wait until tuesday well, or something because like, like this the realtor who lives here he's like one of those guys who gets back to you within a couple minutes mm-hmm. like he's like he's on it so i know he was i knew he was on it i i was not trying to like push him or anything yeah. and um the owner of the house i'm assuming i'm assuming he would he's a great guy too and he he was getting back to him but just the time difference the time difference was the big thing that was hurting me <laughs> anyway but um it was kind of like the guy the the owner was like uh give me a week to think about if i want to put this on long-term rent and so I was like, okay, a week. I'll get back. He said, I'll get back to you by Friday. But his Friday night was our Saturday. And so the realtor wasn't working until the Monday. So we heard this on a Monday that he needed a, he needed till Friday. But then we didn't get to know until the next Monday. And it was like, uh, so instead of like a five-day wait, it was a, like a seven or eight-day wait. And I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the, the next response was, oh, my, my friend might want to move there long term so give him a week to think about it and it was like bro we don't have this time and anymore. all this time we're you know packing all our stuff yeah, in my, our my parents place. cleaned our house like bought top to bottom it was it was pretty awesome having them there because <laughs> they cleaned most of the house for us and helped pack and yeah and meanwhile we're like yeah we're packing all our stuff we're getting ready praying, we're waiting. praying yeah uh one of the families here that lives with in our community has like a garage so we're packing everything in their garage and in their basement and we keep talking to the kids about moving and stuff like that so they're just like can we just move already <laughs> kind of thing and then and then still remembering your prayer yeah but we, we were 
yeah, we told God we'd be into the last day and we didn't want to make any moves before then. Yeah. So anyway, so it would take a week for communication. So the the three weeks out, he said, give me, give me till Friday and I'll give you a response. And so we had to wait till Monday because of the time difference. And then on Monday, we got a response. My friend might want to move in. So give him till Friday. And so which meant till the next Monday. So it was less than a week out. And then the guy said, ah, my friend, the friend didn't want to. So I'm totally, he was totally open to us having the house, which was like, yay, victory. It was amazing. And then, but then it was like, I think it was only five or six days out. And uh, it was still like, oh, well, we'll start getting a contract ready. And it was like, how, I hope that doesn't take too long because we got to be out of here in five days. And I think it was like, um, okay, what do we do? And I remember praying because they were, we had noticed like, like usually when they're prepping a house to be rented, like the company will send like cars to, or cleaners to clean the whole house. And then they'll take inventory of the whole house because they're fully furnished. And then they'll, you know, write up the clauses and like all this stuff. So it takes obviously time for these things to take place and we have to move out in four or five days. And so I was kind of like, what do we do? Like, is this going to take a while? Um, and then I was praying and I felt God say, you will have three options. And I felt like this Rankoshi house was one. Um, this house that we were still fighting for in our community was the second and there will be a third. And then you, and you get to choose one. And I was like, okay. And then the next morning, um, a Christian lady came to one of our worship times and she mentioned that her house that she had been renting out just was vacant, just became vacant and that we could possibly be there for the summer if we wanted. And it was like, wow, that's amazing. Like what an answer to prayer. You know, there's another place that could be open until this other place is open. Um, and then, so we kind of thought about it and looked into it and we're like, you know what, if it's just for a summer, it's funny that we were saying, it's funny the the conversations when you kind of know God's around because like you know we're four or five days out of moving and yet it was kind of like still like I don't know still seeing the pros and cons and things I think like we could have easily like jumped on this house like okay here's our saving opportunity but we were like you know what we're gonna move now and then have to move out in the fall anyway that's only like three months like that's almost too stressful to do that so like I don't think I want to choose that option I'd rather fight the last four days for this other place <laughs> and if that doesn't work I don't know what we're gonna do <laughs> I was like that was almost the better option which is it seems wild because I feel like it's been it's it's quicker to choose the option that just popped up because you can we could literally just move there and mm -hmm. it's a two-minute drive away even though we'd have to move again in three months but it just seemed like it could have seemed like a saving option, you know. But anyway, so I said no to that one. And then I think it was like two days before we had to move out. We got like the, okay, the contract's ready. You guys can, you guys are going to be able to move in soon. And we're like, oh my gosh. Like, wow. I think I wasn't ready to celebrate until I had that form signed. Yeah. And everything was done. And we right. were in, we were like, walking to the new house 
Um, so I was kind of still like, okay, like, is this going to happen by June 1st? Is this going to happen by June 1st? And, um, but our community was celebrating and I think you, you had, you were already like trusting and, and happy and celebrating. Um, but then they were like, oh, actually we need to do a couple last minute things in the house. It's not up to par of what we want to give you. So we got to like fix a couple things, move a couple of the inventory. So it's not going to be ready by May 31st. But, and then, and then I was like, okay, well, what do we do? Are we supposed to go rent a hotel or something like that until it's ready? And there's, and then the realtor got back to me. He's like, oh no, 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 no. You're going to stay in the house you are currently until the next one's ready. And we were like, I think we were, I was gobsmacked at that point. I was like, what? Cause it was like this whole lead up to like May 31st, you got to be out of this house. Mm-hmm. Cause June 1st is like the deadline. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, no. Like we got you covered. And it's like such a covering of the Lord. And like this other house that we promised you is, is not available demo, but we have you, we got you covered. And it was like, that was like this like awful, amazing moment of like, oh, okay. We're okay. <laughs> May 31st is at like 12 midnight is not the deadline. It's mm. not the deadline. And so I was like, okay, this like, yeah. And then, but then it, but then it happened anyway, where we, we literally, we slept May 31st in our old house. And then at 10 in the morning, we walked over to our new house with our kids and put all our pillows and stuff on our beds. And then I cleaned I cleaned myself out on June 1st in that house. And we handed over the keys the next day. But it was just such an incredible moment that like the the succumbing to the prof, the prophecy, I guess, or the prophet, I guess. It's like, yeah, I said, we'll be with you till like the last day. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. we won't we're not gonna do anything other than the Lord here. Mm-hmm. no matter what time it is and literally like to the to the i mean it's well, i can't say the last day because they said we could stay in the house until but like yeah we stayed and we stayed for the lord we stayed for the lord and the lord took us here to our mm-hmm. new place we literally walked down the road to the house that was promised us mm-hmm. um which was so cool it was just such a such a surreal moment of like, um, I don't know. I thought I thought it would be significant for the kids to like bring their bedding to the new house and put it on their new beds. So like, the last thing in the house was their bedding, and so we literally picked up all our bedding, walked over to the new house, went to the bedrooms and put on their new bedding. It's like yeah, we're gonna sleep here tonight. This is our place. So it was, it was yeah. It was it had been um, yeah. It had been a. A journey but the the succumbing of it was like this peace this peace i don't even know it was just this peace it was wild and um yeah the covering of the lord and the confidence the confidence i think we mm-hmm. at least i know i have now i i'm just, i don't want to speak on your behalf but i would assume the the confidence of like oh he'll he shows up in the midnight hour mm-hmm. he shows up in the midnight hour for those who like trust him and abide and stuff like that. He he he'll show up. Mm-hmm. So I have like now I have this this thing in my backpack all the time now. Like, like like figuratively. Like, I I I can't 
debate whether he'll show up. Mm-hmm. Like he's he has to show up. He he you know, so I have now this this arrow I guess in my quiver of like the Lord is gentle and kind and he's big and he's going he he has to come to my aid, I guess, almost. I don't know if people think that's weird or wild, but like I think future future succumbings or future journeys are going to be better as I understand that the Lord is okay with the midnight hour. Mm. It's not a it's not always a uh um the wrong thing to do to just let him work and and not try to do it. Mm. I guess. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it it's it's good. It's it's so I think we can only we've talked so much already (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i think what's beautiful too about this new house all right yeah we didn't look for it we didn't choose this place it was Mm -hmm. kind of chosen for us Mm -hmm. but then we love this place yeah it's such a it's home it's home yeah it's home and i think what's so cool and beautiful is that when we when we got here and i I, I sit here, the Lord's presence is here. Yeah. And the Lord's peace is here. Mm. And I think to myself, wow, I just can hear the Lord saying, like, I had prepared this place mm. for you. Wow. This is my presence here. Mm. This was this is my presence before you. Mm. Wow. I was like, wow. That's cool. Wow. Like and it's just yeah. powerful to be in this space right now sitting here. I I, I think I, I take moments sometimes just sitting and realizing like this is a promised place that Lord had and yeah. it's his presence. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we talk about the Lord's presence a lot. And I think we, we it, it's, it is everywhere. His presence is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's true. But I think when we, when we seek him, mm-hmm. when we, when we seek him, when we when we pursue him, I think there's more, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think we get to actually experience more. Yeah. And I feel like we're we're we've experienced the more in this yeah. season, and yeah. I I I'm just grateful, mm. and I I'm also grateful that the kids love the house too. Yes, they do. And I think that's an answer of prayer too, because yeah. yeah, we wanted the kids to also be able mm-hmm. to feel at home. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, we hit the one hour mark. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was farther than that. Yeah, yeah, I think I forget if there was. I mean, you also mentioned like the honoring of one another, yes, and that's a thing I felt I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I don't, um, but maybe we can do that later. Um, I was just gonna say, like. I didn't even expect you to like say that you wanted me to like lead this. I didn't expect that, but I thought it was when you said that it put another coat on me almost of like, this is the moment to trust. Mm. Mm. This is the moment to trust. If my family's putting their, their trust in me, then I'm trusting the Lord. 
because I think if if I had the thought of like both of us were doing this mm-hmm. and like we were, I think, but like if both of us were were deciding and blah, like, yeah, had the mantle, I guess it would have been more like, okay, what do you want? And like, oh, this is, I think this way, and but it was it was more like, oh, I need, I really need to listen, and I really need to um, pray, and. Uh, yeah, and it was it was funny. I didn't feel any peace other than just to sit. Even though another mantle had been brought up, I I I chose to sit more than I might have otherwise, to be honest. So it was cool. Even in the the month leading up, I I sat with the Lord m- most more than I really like tried to like work on it i really just sat with the lord and prayed and trusted and i think at the beginning i think i you yeah i feel like there was a moment where i didn't had wasn't really communicating that to you like talking in the sense of like honoring one another in the journey i don't think i i communicated well at the beginning i think you were like here's the mantle and i was like oh okay Sweet. And then but you were like, well, I still want to understand what's going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, right. Um, but I don't know what you felt in the sense of if I communicated well throughout or honored the the trust you gave away. Or the trust, not gave away, but the trust you gave in passing that torch on. But um, I think that could be a whole nother podcast because... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I think that was huge. Not, I mean, I'm so grateful. I think, I think oftentimes, yeah, I think that's another podcast. Oh my, okay. Yeah. All that I've said. No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> no, I'm just like, saying. Sorry. <laughs> like, no, 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 because I think there's a lot to unpack about mm-hmm. what it looks like to honor each other mm-hmm. and what okay. what we feel the Lord leading mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And in marriages and relationships, like mm. I think it's very like how the Lord does a lot in honoring yeah. each other. Yes. And how yeah. the Lord moves. Mm. How the Lord is moved when people choose each yeah. other. Yeah. And I think I've witnessed that I this see. season. I that's see. caused me to be like, wow, like mm. This is huge yeah. in relationships. Yeah. So that's another talk. I but see. anyway, see. thank I, you for listening. Yeah. Wow, that was a really, really long one. But I hope whether that was in increments you listened to it or if it was in one setting or whatever, thank you for listening. Mm. And I hope it encourages you in your season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you for loving us. And yeah. Praying for us. Yeah, praying for Your us. Your prayers yes. were answered. Those that yes. prayed for us in this process, hold my Yay. goodness. You prayed and we received the 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 fruits of it. Yes. We were we we reaped the reward of all of us. Yes. And we're and it's it's been yeah, we wish we could talk about it more almost. I know for you guys. Yeah. It's, yeah. So our kids are I just want to say for all those that fought with us this whole journey like my kids are blessed because of your prayers 
I just want to put that out there too. My 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 family and the children that are living here were were carried through this time too yes. with you guys. So um as a father, as a dad, um thank you. Mm. Thank you very much. So Amen. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm.